Morning, everybody. Chester ARP Church Devotional Podcast. Great to have you with us. We get started Romans chapter 4 in just a second. All right. Well, thank you so much for being with us this morning. As we get going, we will do so in the name of the Lord, and we will jump into Romans chapter 4 somewhere around verse, I don't know, verse 13 of Romans chapter 4. So, Let me prepare us to dive right into that, Paul, talking about the importance of faith, being justified by faith according to the grace and mercy of God, and that's where we are in this story. And he talked a lot yesterday, we talked about Abraham having faith before he was circumcised. Now we're going to talk about Abraham believing in the promise of God through faith. For the promise to Abraham and his offspring that he would be heir of the world did not come through the law, but through righteousness of faith. For it, was, it is the inheritance of the law who are to be heirs. Faith is null and void in the promises void, if that is the case. The law brings wrath, but where there is no law, there is no transgression. That is why it depends on faith, in order that the promise may rest on grace and be guaranteed to all his offspring, not only to the adherent of the law, but also to the one who shares the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations." In the presence of God, in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist. In hope he believed against hope, that he should become the father of many nations. As he had been told, so shall your offspring be. He did not weaken in faith when he considered his own body, which was as good as dead, since he was about to be a hundred years old, or when he considered the barrenness of Sarah's womb. No unbelief made him waver concerning the promise of God. But he grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God, fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. That is why his faith was counted to him as righteousness. But the words it was counted to him were not written for his sake alone, but for ours also. It will be counted to us who believe in him who raised from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, who was delivered up for our trespass and raised for our justification. Now, briefly, these are important verses in the book of Romans in the argument of the Bible with reference to the importance of faith, with reference to the gospel itself. Paul says that Abraham and his offspring, uh, that the promise to Abraham and his offspring would be heir of the world, did not come through law, but come through faith. He goes on to say, for only the inheritance of the law, a.k.a. the Jewish people, who were to be heirs of the promise of God, that God would save the world and make make, make Abraham the father of many nations, through, save the world through the seed of Abraham, then the promise is void and faith is null because it is something that is to be earned by keeping of the law. But he says the law only brings wrath because it shows us where we have sinned and fallen short of God's glory and therefore points out our imperfections. It is powerless to save us. Then he says in verse 16, that's why it depends upon faith, in order that the promise may rest on grace and be guaranteed to all his offspring, not only to the adherent of the law, but also to the one who shares the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. See, here's the thing. When when you trust Jesus with your life, Jesus is the one who saves you. That's the power. He's the power of God. He is God himself who saves you. The gospel, the message of Jesus is the power of God for salvation. It is by grace to be received through faith. And because that is the case, God chooses in his grace to save us because grace means giving us what we do not deserve, unmerited favor, 
right? If it was by the law, we our salvation was as a result of what we had done and how well we had done it. It wouldn't be by grace. It wouldn't be by. Uh, it would be merited. It wouldn't be unmerited favor. But God gives us grace where we fall short. He gives us grace. And he does, we receive it by faith, and as a result of that, Jew and Gentile stands in the presence of God because the salvation is in Jesus, not in adherence to law, not in uh, genealogical background, not in tradition, not in the way we were raised, etc. And that's important for us today because Christians can do the same thing the Jews can. We can place, uh, kind of give a litmus test on our experiences, make our experiences somehow in and, and our adherence to certain spiritual laws somehow um, indicators of whether or not we have earned our place in the presence of God. And we can put our nose in the air toward those who have not had those same experiences. And we miss the point. The point is that we have been saved by grace through faith. Salvation has always been by grace through faith. And we, that's the point of bringing Abraham into this. To the Jew, he is saying that Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteous. And so he believed God in the promise that God would bring about the offspring. He didn't care about his own age or Sarah's barrenness. He believed that God was able to do it. And we and I have to have the same belief, the belief that God is able to raise Jesus from the dead and save us by his grace and give us life eternal. And if we believe that and we walk with Jesus, then we have the hope of everlasting life because we have been saved by grace and therefore our righteousness, our justice before God, our justification being declared right is given to us as a result of faith or through faith is a better way to put it. Result of grace received through faith. You guys have a great day. Trust Jesus. Know that your salvation rests in his hands and he is more than capable of bringing you to the end. Keep trusting him. See you tomorrow. Take care.